Ryan Reynolds here from Mint Mobile. With the price of just about everything going up during inflation, we thought we'd bring our prices down. So to help us, we brought in a reverse auctioneer, which is apparently a thing. Mint Mobile Unlimited Premium Wireless. How to get 30, 30, to get 30, how to get 20, 20, 20, how to get 20, 20, to get 15, 15, 15, 15, just 15 bucks a month? So, Give it a try at mintmobile.com slash switch. $45 up front for three months plus taxes and fees. Promote for new customers for limited time. Unlimited more than 40 gigabytes per month. Slows. Full terms at mintmobile.com. Welcome to the Bradley Wiggins Show by Eurosport, brought to you by Zwift. Find your fun with the cycling app where fun is fast. Bradley Wiggins, quarantine nears the end for us in the Ardèche. Yeah, I can't wait to get on the tour. Looking forward to getting on the bike as well, following the peloton being part of the action. I didn't miss, I haven't missed it this weekend watching um, Bernie do it in the rain. It looked cold out there, even for everyone, all the crew and all the people on the bikes and stuff, but it looked miserable. Um, But I think the weather's due to be good next week and we're down here in the course near Orange and all these places Mont Ventoux and it'll be a brighter week anyway because I'm on the tour <laughs> <laughs> so thank you Bernie is what we're saying for, thank you Bernie for, for taking a fort. miserable first yeah. week as far as the weather Absolutely. was concerned but um, an epic first week unbelievable to, to think it's one week only we've done we've got two weeks left of the race and the field is decimated yeah, I mean, it is absolutely decimated. It, the last two days, it's been hard to follow it, really, because where everyone is on the road. Exactly. Because there's just not enough cameras, and the racing's been frantic from the start, and um, I've not seen a race like it, a Tour de France like it, um, to be honest. And um, again, Pogacar extending his lead, and um, a worthy winner today as well in Ben O'Connor. What a fantastic ride he did. A brilliant ride from Ben O'Connor, um, coming into teen after a, a stage uh, that took in the first all-category climb of the race, two Cat 1 climbs, two Cat 2 climbs, and coming in five minutes ahead of his nearest rival. He stuck with Nairo Man, Quintana, um, and Agita from EF uh, for a long time today. Yeah. And then when he decided to break away on his own, there was no catching him. Yeah, and I was you know, surprised. Cantana was looking strong to that point. He was challenging Walt Powell's for the King of the Mountains early on, um, but he obviously did it too much. And lots of guys getting cold on the descent today. I saw some clips from Adam Blythe's stories on his Instagram and Julian Alaphilippe and the like. Lots of people stopping to put fresh clothes on. So it was very cold out there. I think it dropped to sort of seven degrees over the top of the climb. So incredibly tough day for all the riders out there and uh, lots of people for ch- you know, really struggling with that. How did you deal with the weather when it was like that? Terrible. You weren't so good yeah, in the no, wet, I really the cold. with the cold, cold hands, cold feet. What was it that would keep you going at times? Uh, at times, I can't remember, to be honest. Um, you've got no option but to keep going. It's the Tour de France or it's you know, whatever race you're in. Um, you've got to get to the finish line. That's what you're paid to do and that's what, that's what you're there for um, and hope that the, the day after is going to be a better day. I mean, we saw Geraint Thomas today. Much, much better day for Geraint. Brilliant to see him up there. I'm really pleased for him, actually, because I think It'd have been a shame if he'd left the race, and there's a lot more to come from him. He could pick, pick up a stage with the way he was going today. Mm. Do we expect to see that from him when the when the race picks up again next week? Yeah, I'd like to see. Think so. Um, he's, he's proved um, yesterday. You know, we don't quite know what happened yesterday, but he, you know, it took a lot of recovery from what happened last week when he dislocated his shoulder. But I think Geraint, you know, he's such a class act that he'll. Um, He'll look to get something from this race. And he's got the opportunity now to try and try and get a stage win. We saw questions from some quarters asking, albeit tongue-in-cheek, why he was still in the race when was it we've seen... Was tongue-in-cheek, though? I thought he was a bit disrespectful, to be honest. Did you? Yeah, and that's typical of that journalist. You know, he's very sort of facetious at times. And 
I, I quite, I feel quite, you know, as someone of great stature and, and what he's done in the sport, um, and to see what he did today, that's that's why he carried on, you know, and I thought it was a stupid question. And Geraint is a legend of the sport and he's one of our best cyclists we've ever produced. And, and we want to, British fans want to see Geraint in the race. Why should he go? And so, you know, how about well done, Geraint, for what you have done up to this point? You're a f***ing hard And, um, you know, hopefully he picks a stage with that, you know. So, yeah, a bit of a stupid line of questioning, but that's to be expected from some quarters. Brad, we're fortunate to be sponsored by Zwift, where fun is fast, but it also unlocks performance. Great app, but we use it in very different ways, don't we? We do. I mean, I tend to go on sometimes with my son now um, and just try and keep up with him, really. And it's a way of riding together and, and grouping up with other people, maybe a few people, friends that live in London, if I'm up north or vice versa, because, um, you know, you can't always get on the roads with people. I've been on there with Matt Stevens, um, and I've also done some live Zwift sessions through Le Col and caught up with the likes of Victor Campanot and Fabian Cancellara on it. So it's a great tool. I'm a big fan of being able to get on there at short notice without having to organise a, a group ride in real life, if you like, um, and just buzz it around with a, a few mates. Yeah, there's always someone on there that's willing to ride, even if, you know, it's a good way of making new mates. It is. Even if your mates aren't about, there's group rides, a massive community of pros on there, people exactly like, well, exactly like me, exactly like you. And I believe there's some um, Olympic-inspired routes on there, isn't there, Graham? There are. You can explore the Mercury Islands to get you geared up, ready for the Olympics. And I believe there's a seven-day free trial available. Well, just in time for the Olympics, there's a seven-day free trial, a special offer. Find out more, download the app today. We have seen Mathieu van der Poel and Primoz Roglic leave the race today. Neither started. Yeah. Um, van der Poel got kitted up and, and basically came down to explain himself before saying, look, I've done all I can. I've given all I can to, to keep the yellow jersey for as long as possible. I'm off to go and concentrate on the Olympics. Yeah, and I think he's, you know, we could we could make an exception to, to, to Mathieu. You know, I think he's got bigger fish to fry. You know, he's done what he came to the Tour de France to do. He's given us so much joy that first week. He's now switching codes, if you like, and trying to do something in mountain biking, which Peter Sagan tried to do four years ago. Mm. And it'll be, um, I wouldn't put it past him winning an Olympic gold medal, which would be fantastic for him. I imagine he must be the favourite, as must or as might um, Primoz Roglic be for the Vuelta now. Is that is that what we can expect him to focus on next? Yeah, I think so. I mean, it's a shame to see him go. He's, he's, a, he's a great guy, um, great rider. And again, he's been such a consistent performer in the sport you know, week-long stage races all season. I mean, we saw him in nice earlier in the year, didn't we? And um, it's a real shame to see him leave the race as it is. But that's the sport, you know. You you um, you have to take the rough with the smooth. And he clearly gave his all, and he just hasn't got it after the effects of that crash. Back to Ben O'Connor, just to dwell on his win. Um, Ajay Tuar, uh, an important win for them. Very, yeah. very quiet this tour. Um, important for a French team on the Queen stage it is. too. It is, yeah. Um, and he done it in such style as well. I mean, he... He won by five minutes and came close to taking the yellow jersey, but it, he's now up there. He's a new name to contend with on the GC, isn't he, as to whether he can now produce something um, the next couple of weeks. Not to challenge for the race, because I can't see anyone challenging Pogacar. Yeah. He's just looking in an unassailable position. And um, But, yeah, a new name of the sport, a new name to contend with. He's won a stage at the Giro, obviously. but Won the stage to Madonna di Campiglio. Yeah. He's well used to winning the big mountain stages, yeah, well absolutely. capable. Only got a contract at Eje Tour uh, very late in the winter. Did he? I didn't know that. 
Sean Kelly on, on commentary was saying that can motivate a rider when you've yeah. come so close to not having of a course. world tour season ahead of you that actually when you do sign that contract it can really light a fire underneath you. Yeah and um, sometimes it's not for the want of trying or any reflection on who you are as a bike rider or how you are as a bike rider. I think contracts were thin on the ground last year with everything that happened it was late into the season. The Giro was in October and he won that stage and we I think it was just you know he's paid he's paid he's, you know paid his team back admirably hasn't he for that mm. with a stage win so yeah good on him you know it's nice to see a rider who as you say yeah nearly didn't have a contract last year come back and win a stage lovely quote from him after his win he said he basically said when you've got the time on your side you know that if you keep steady at the end there when you've got so much time on yeah. the guys behind you you know you're going to win a stage of the Tour de France um, and he said all sorts of things happen to your mind your heart your lungs it can make your heart stop and it definitely made mine stop just before. Yeah. Do you ever get that feeling when you knew in the, in the TTs in, t- in 2012 Maybe, yeah, you knew I don't, you were going to win? can't remember. I, remember. I remember going into the last, uh, I remember 5K to go in the last time trial and you had that gap. You start thinking about lots of things, people that helped you get there and that, family and things. Yeah, I think it was, um, yeah, I can um, resonate with that in some ways. I wouldn't say my heart stopped, but definitely... Um, you start reflecting when you've got time. Yeah. 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 It was also nice to see him fist bumping his, his team car. Yeah. I think that was more the team car coming up for the reflective glory, wasn't it? Yeah. Well, yeah. at least they could appreciate the moment uh, with him. As we said, important for a French team. Bernie called him an absolute weapon, um, O'Connor. Oh, I think it's a bit disrespectful. Him. He's not in, that much of a tool. <laughs> <laughs> uh, talking about his, no, his I mean, uh, sheer his, effectiveness in the cold and wet. Yeah. I mean, um, for a man from Perth as well. Yeah. It was savage today, and there's not many riders that could have coped with those temperatures and that, those weather conditions like he did. And still, the way he was going at the end, he was still firing along with all cylinders. You know, he was, yeah, I mean, it just didn't seem to affect him at all, really. And so many people fell by the wayside today due to the conditions, and, and he wasn't one of them. And um, well, he's seen Wout plummet out of the top 10 yeah, on GC yeah, overall. Yeah. So he's O'Connor's two minutes behind. He's, he's uh, Pogacar's nearest competitor. Having been at times on the road, he was in the virtual yellow jersey, and then he was out. When UAE so what's started the time riding, to uh, O'Connor is two minutes one second behind on GC. Then we've got Rigoberto Uran, EF Education Nippo at five eighteen, and then Jonas Vingegaard, Team Yomo Visma. Yeah, he's um, become their main man at five thirty two. Yeah. Then Richard Carapaz at five thirty three. Uh, we saw a bit. Well, we saw Ineos winding up today, didn't we? Yeah, um, but to no avail again. You know, and G did that. So it shows you, as I was saying earlier. Um, I don't know. It just I can't see anyone challenging him from there. They will go nowhere when he moves. That's the Alps done. He's got a strong team. That team rode amazing today as well. Mm. Brandon McNaughty rode off the road. I don't know where he was going. Um, which so they'd have had another rider there, wouldn't they? As well. That was, yeah, that was a crazy, a crazy crash. And and we think he's he's okay um, because he he sort of got it under control. But going yeah. off the road on the on the descent. Yeah, I think he just looked over and didn't really see where he was going. But I mean, those things happened, don't they? But um, no, I mean. They, it's just a sheer dominance, really. Mm. And even French TV was saying that that's the tour done. I don't think it's done dusted. You know, anything can happen, as we've seen in this race. But when it, when the road goes upwards, at the moment, man for man, there's just no one other than, I would say, G looked the best today out of everyone in that group. Mm. I mean, you think where he's come from. Um, I don't think this race is over for G yet. Mm. I know, I, you know, 
maybe it is for GC, definitely. But it'd be nice to see Ineos spread their numbers a bit. We didn't see Teo much today and let G maybe go up the road because G is capable of doing something like Ben O'Connor did. Mm. And that is something you're not used to seeing from a Team Sky or an Ineos point of view. So it'd be lovely to see that at some point. Well, that's all they've got left now, isn't it? Is, is attacking for stage wins. Yeah. Yeah, I guess they have really. Carapaz, as I said there, Ineos wound it up. Carapaz attacked. Then we saw Pogaccio go over the top of him. When he turns on the rocket boosters like that, no one can stay with him. Nothing. Like no you one's said. Got um, putting more time into his GC contenders today. It's, it feels like he's, he's, he's riding a different race to the rest of the peloton. And when that happens, questions start to be asked about whether, he's, whether or not he's doping. Well, I don't know if they have been asked, have they? I mean, I raised the point last night with you saying um, it's funny how it's always Ineos that face those questions whenever there's a performance like that. And Chris Froome and people like when he did that a few years ago in Von 2. And um, they don't seem to be raised with Pugacha, and I don't think they should be raised. You know, I think it's um, he's a phenomenon of the sport, but it always seems to follow the sport around. You know, those things is still, you know, someone does something exceptional in the Tour de France and it's put down to one thing automatically. So I just, it was an observation that um, there's, I, I don't know if there's undercurrents. Whistle. I'm not on Twitter. I don't really follow that world. So I'm sure there is on there because there always is. It's, it's yeah, of course. A, it's, a, it's, a, it's a pretty up world, isn't it? Twitter full of up people uh, <laughs> it, it certainly can be well it certainly is um, I mean he's been remarkably consistent ever since he broke onto the scene winning the Tour he of California is, yeah. but you know we've seen him win the Tour last year of course um, we last saw the Vuelta time a few trial. years ago we were at the Vuelta when he was you know lighting it up there I think he won three stages and he's um, he's, he's taken to Renault this year uh, that sort of consistency you can, tr- you can trust that yeah absolutely Take me back to when you started facing these questions, because there's a there's a, a great Lance quote. Yeah, <laughs> this is um, one of my favourites. No, I mean mine was particular was with um, Paul Kimmage, you know, who was, was a very angry little man. Anyway, um, but he, um, I can't remember exactly what the situation was, but I, I just sort of I can't remember what, how how it arose, but. Kimmage always had something to say about anyone, you know. I don't, I don't know why he follows the sport, to be honest. I don't know, you know. But, um, and I just, I was chatting to Lance the next day and said, um, he said, I read your comments, what you said about Kimmage. And he goes, do you see the kind of I've been having to put up with over the years? <laughs> this was in 2009. Yeah. And then we all know what happened afterwards. But I mean, yeah. Give, but it said, yeah. Give, give it to us in the Lance accent. Come on. Um, Come on, man. See the kind of I've been having to put up with the last few years? Tree hugging mother. <laughs> <laughs> Elsewhere on the road today, a, a, a lot to process. I mean, Rob Hatch said um, on commentary, we were expecting or hoping for another day of glorious madness. Um, and that's, that's summed up this, this first nine stages of the tour this year, really. A lot going on with O'Connor's stage win and, and being virtually in the yellow jersey, then out again, UAE attacking. But there was a lot going on at the back of the race as well, making the calculation as to whether or not Mark Cavendish's group were going to make the time yeah. cut um, and so that he can continue his quest for um, for the green jersey and, yeah. and whether Arno DeMar, uh, FDJ, was, was going to do the same. Cav has, has made it. Good lad. Cav's well looked after this time round, isn't yeah, it? Yeah, yeah, he was. I mean, I saw him getting dropped on the first climb and he had three or four guys around him. And um, it's the same yesterday too. Yeah, so they obviously want to get him through, don't they? Because that green jersey competition, you know, it's, 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 it's a... It's a realistic you know chance he can win that so they you know they want to try and nurse him through this tour and we didn't see that the other year when he got eliminated he was left on his own wasn't mm. he the whole stage so it shows the difference that a team makes to you um committed to the cause and committed to mark as well um, and it shows that he was lacking in a team front a couple of years ago when he was riding and 
he's back in his rightful place, and, and, and rightly so. Sonic Orbrelli up uh, three places on the green jersey on the points competition, finished third today. We saw him take the intermediate sprint, um, fiercely battle out with Michael Matthews. Matthews yeah. deviated from his sprint line um, the entire width of the road, going from left to right in an effort, we, you know, we think, to, to well, yeah, shut I mean, Orbrelli out. Yeah, and um, Brian Smith was quite harsh about it and said he should be disqualified, but I don't think he was, and... Um, it's the consistency I think Brian was trying to get at is that you know that we've seen less deviation and lines and things over races in the past and, and people have been docked and relegated for it and maybe there's less interest or less importance on the intermediate sprints from a from a commissar's point of view to, to do that but it's certainly um, you know the gap opened at the last minute for him but yeah he he did an amazing ride today Cobrelli he was still up there on the final climb at Tina. I think he finished top 10 on the stage which finished third on the stage yeah, yeah. Which, Phenomenal. Yeah. Go, go right. Going into the rest day then, a chance for us all to take a breath. Uh, much needed. Yeah. Uh, for, for the GC men as much as anyone else. I think else. everyone needs a rest. I think the, 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 the mechanics, the staff, I mean, it feels like we've done three weeks of the tour. Mm. It's been savage and it's been, I don't remember a tour like it for a long time. It's been a, a brutal tour de France and um, much needed rest for everyone, I think. Mm. Mm. And then we're on the race after that, so then it's going to go up a level. They will need a rest next rest day when we're there. <laughs> well, we look forward to that. That's it for this episode of the Bradley Wiggins Show by Eurosport, brought to you by Zwift. Explore, train and compete on the cycling app where fun is fast. Thank you, Brad. Cheers. Gearing up to get on the bike. Thank yeah. you too to our producer, Pete Burton. You can follow Eurosport on Twitter at Eurosport underscore UK. Plus, you can find us on Facebook and Instagram. Download, subscribe and share us wherever you get your podcasts. Hi, I'm Daniel, founder of Pretty Litter. Cats and cat owners deserve better than any old-fashioned litter. That's why I teamed up with scientists and veterinarians to create Pretty Litter. Its innovative crystal formula has superior odor control and weighs up to 80% less than clay litter. Pretty Litter even monitors health by changing colors to help detect early signs of potential illness. It's the world's smartest kitty litter. Go to prettylitter.com and use code ACAST for 20% off your first order and a free cat toy. Terms and conditions apply. See site for details. Hold up. What was that? Boring. No flavor. That was as bad as those leftovers you ate all week. Kiki Palmer here, and it's time to say hello to something fresh and guilt-free. Hello Fresh. Jazz up dinner with pecan-crusted chicken or garlic butter shrimp scampi. Now that's music to my mouth. Hello Fresh. Let's get this dinner party started. Discover all the delicious possibilities at hellofresh.com.